I'm Noel King, host of NPR's Morning Edition. When you listen to Morning Edition on WEMU, you get the whole package, national and international coverage, analysis and insight from our teams in Washington and around the world, statewide coverage from the Michigan Public Radio Network, and local coverage on issues that matter to you most in Washtenaw County from David Fair and the WEMU News Team, Monday through Friday. It all comes together on 89.1 WEMU, your community NPR station. Good afternoon, everybody. How you doing? It's gorgeous out there. Happy Sunday to you. Beautiful sunny skies in southeast Michigan. 51 degrees in Ypsilanti, 47 in Ann Arbor, 45 out in Chelsea. Uh, On our way, well, we've already beaten our high today, a high of 46. Uh, Lows in the overnight in the teens, though, under partly cloudy skies. Increasing clouds tomorrow. Highs in the upper 30s. It looks like we're going to see some rain and um, maybe a little bit of that powder stuff falling from the sky. Monday night into Tuesday. Kind of a 50-50 shot, though. This afternoon, along with my Coltrane Pick of the Week, you and I are going to share Part 11 in the Prestige Records feature. That's going to have music from Jackie McLean, Phil Woods, Mose Allison, uh, Detroiters, Kenny Burrell, and Yusuf Latif, among others. You and I are also going to listen to a feature on the first female trombone player to play in a big band, Melba Liston. And we're going to hear Melba in a uh, variety of settings with a variety of different leaders, we're going to try to focus on her arrangements in those big bands. Um, unfortunately, I did not uh, find the two albums she recorded as a leader here in the stacks. So, unfortunately, we can't hear her as a leader, but it's going to be a great time nonetheless. Uh, and all this is going to take us up to 3 o'clock. When Jessica Webster shows up with the in crowd. Today is Quincy Jones's 88th birthday, and Jessica wants you to join in the celebration from 3 until 5. You'll hear a feature on cue, as well as some great contemporary music, as well as classic sounds for you. It's coming your way in the in crowd. You can let me know what you think of the Groove Yard by giving me a call at 888-299-8910. Shoot me an email, studio at wemu.org, or... Hit up our Facebook page, WEMU-FM, on Facebook. If you're looking to celebrate Women's History Month through film, PBS has a few recommendations for documentaries you should check out. Read the article over at the Facebook page, WEMU-FM. On Friday, uh, March 12th, Jack Kerouac would have celebrated uh, his 99th birthday. And uh, he's kind of a polarizing figure. A lot of people hate him. A lot of people love him. Uh, There are two things I can say for certain. One, if it weren't for him, I would not have majored in literature. Two, if it weren't for his depiction of a raucous 
jazz jam session in Chicago. I would not have sought out this art form, and I would not be sitting here at WEMU. In honor of Jack's uh, birthday, we're going to hear from him in November of 1959, uh, recorded with Steve Allen. Uh, He was in to promote a book and talk to Steve Allen, and uh, uh, in the afternoon, they went over to a recording studio, and it was just him and Steve. Jack had this big valise that was just stuffed full of papers, and at the time, most of them were unpublished. Uh, this is my favorite to come out of this session, and it's called October in the Railroad Earth. Jack Kerouac with Steve Allen here at your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU. There was a little alley in San Francisco, back of the Southern Pacific Station at 3rd and Townsend, in red brick of drowsy, lazy afternoons with everybody at work in offices. In the air, you feel the impending rush of their commuter frenzy. As soon, they'll be charging en masse for market and sansom buildings on foot and in buses and all well-dressed through working man Frisco of walk-up truck drivers. And even the poor grime be marked Third Street of lost bums, even Negroes so hopeless and long left east and meanings of responsibility and try. But now all they do is stand there spitting in the broken glass, sometimes 50 in one afternoon against one wall at 3rd and Howard. Here's all these Milbray and San Carlos neat-necktied producers and commuters of America and steel civilization rushing by with San Francisco Chronicles and green call bulletins, not even enough time to be disdainful. They've got to catch 130, 132, 134, 136, all the way up to 146 till the time of evening supper in homes of the railroad earth when high in the sky the magic stars ride above the following hot-shot freight trains. It's all in California. It's all a sea. I swim out of it in afternoons of sun-hot meditation in my jeans with head on handkerchief on brakeman's lantern or, if not working, on book. I look up at blue sky of perfect lost purity, and feel the warp of wood of old America beneath me. And I have insane conversations with Negroes in second-story windows above, and everything is pouring in. The switching moves of boxcars in that little alley, which is so much like the alleys of Lowell, and I hear far off in the sense of coming night that engine calling our mountains. But it was that beautiful cut of clouds I could always see above the little SP alley. Puffs floating by from Oakland or the gate of Marin to the north or San Jose south the clarity of Cal to break your heart it was the fantastic drowse and drum hum of lum mum afternoon nothing to do old Frisco with end of land sadness the people the alley full of trucks and cars of businesses nearabouts. Nobody knew or far from cared who I was all my life, 3,500 miles from birth all opened up and at last belonged to me in great America. And now it's night in Third Street. The keen little neons and also yellow bulb lights of impossible to believe flops 
The dark, ruined shadows moving back of torn yellow shades like a degenerate China with no money. The cat's in Annie's alley. The flop comes on, moans, rolls. The street is loaded with darkness. Blue sky above with stars hanging high over old hotel roofs and blowers of hotels moaning out dusts of interior. The grime inside the word in mouths falling out tooth by tooth. The reading rooms tick-tock big clock with creak chair and slant boards and old faces looking up over rimless spectacles bought in some West Virginia or Florida or Liverpool, England pawn shop long before I was born. And across rains, they've come to the end of the land sadness, end of the world gladness. All your San Francisco will have to fall eventually and burn again. But I'm walking, and one night, a bum fell into the hole of the construction job where they're tearing a sewer by day. The husky Pacific and electric youths in torn jeans who work there often, I think of going up to some of them, like, say, blonde ones with wild hair and torn shirts, and they say, you ought to apply for the railroad. It's much easier work. You don't stand around the street all day, and you get much more pay. But this bum fell in the hole. You saw his foot stick out. British MG, also driven by some eccentric, once backed into that hole. And as I came home from a long Saturday afternoon local, the Hollister, out of San Jose, miles away across virtuous fields of prune and juice joy, here's this British MG backed and legs up, wheels up into a pit and bums and cops standing right outside the coffee shop. It was the way they fenced it, but he never had the nerve to do it due to the fact that he had no money and nowhere to go and no, his father was dead, no, his mother was dead, no, his sister was dead, no, his whereabout was dead, was dead. But and then at that time also, I used to lay in my room on long Saturday afternoons listening to Jumpin' George with my fifth toque, no tea, and just under the sheets laugh to hear the crazy music. Mama, he treats your daughter mean. Mama, Papa, don't you come in here, I'll kill you, etc. Getting high by myself in room glooms, and all wondrous knowing about the Negro, the essential American, out there, always finding his solace, his meaning, in the Fellaheen street and not an abstract morality. And even when he has a church, you see the pastor out front bowing to the ladies on the make. You hear his great vibrant voice on the Sunday afternoon sidewalk full of sexual vibratos saying, why, yes, ma'am, but the gospel do say that man was born of woman's womb. <laughs> no, and so, by that time, I come crawling out of my warm sack and hit the street. When I see the railroad ain't gonna call me till 5 a.m. Sunday morning, probably for a local out of Bay Shore, in fact, always for a local out of Bay Shore. And I go to the whale bar of all the wild bars in the world, the one and only Third and Howard. And there I go in and drink with the madmen, and if I get drunk, I get. The girl who come up to me in there one night, I was there with Al Buckle, said to me, you wanna play with me tonight, Jim? And I didn't think I, <laughs> I didn't think I had enough money. And I told this to Charlie Lowe, and he laughed, said, how do you know she wanted money? Always take the chance that she might be out just for love, or just out for love, you know what I mean, don't be a sucker. She was a good-looking doll, and she said, how would you like to ool your cool with me, mon? And I stood there like a jerk. In fact, bought drink, got drink drunk that night, and in a 299 club, I was hit by the proprietor, the band breaking up the fight, before I had a chance to decide to hit him back, which I didn't want to do anyway. Not on the street, I tried to rush back in, but they had locked the door and were looking at me through the forbidden glass in the door with faces like undersea. I should have played with her shoo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-
St. Patrick's Day is coming up, and WEMU will celebrate with a little Raisin of the Green, a a one-day fundraiser. This Wednesday, March 17th, from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., you can be our pot of gold at the end of the rainbow as we try to bring in $17,000 by the end of the day. You can make a gift anytime at WEMU.org to help us get started, or you can wait and make your donation on the 17th when Team WEMU will be live in the studio asking for your support. However you choose to give, you can be a good luck charm to WEMU by helping us get to $17,000 by 7 p.m. on March 17th. And while you're online, you can check out our new spring premium gifts. It's the Raisin of the Green on your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU. And we just heard Jack Kerouac and Steve Allen recorded in 1959, uh, November of that year. Uh, Jack Kerouac's birthday is March 12th, and uh, he would have been 99 years old this year. Support for WEMU comes from you, our listeners, and Bank of Ann Arbor. They can't help you avoid a sunburn on spring break, but they can help you bank anywhere. Bank of Ann Arbor helps. How can they help you Visit bankofannarbor.com, member FDIC, and Northside Grill on Broadway near Pontiac Trail, now open at 50% capacity inside and on the heated patio, or for carryout, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m., seven days a week, 995-0965 or northsidegrill.com. Lots to get to today, but I do want to remind you, uh, you know, you can make your gift anytime over at WEMU.org. Your support uh, pays for all of us that you hear on the air here at WEMU, whether that be me or Nick or Jessica Webster or Wendy Wright. We are all paid through your contributions. It also goes to support local, community-focused, in-depth journalism, which is what you get from David Fair, Lisa Berry, and the WEMU News Team. Tomorrow morning and every morning, make sure you start your day with WEMU and Morning Edition. And uh, tomorrow, you will get a all-new Washtenaw United. Breaking racial and gender boundaries has been a part of Alma Wheeler-Smith's life and career. Her father, Albert Wheeler, was Ann Arbor's first and only, to date, black mayor. And Alma went on to serve in the state legislature and continues to be a leading voice in breaking down the walls that divide us. A conversation with Alma Wheeler-Smith and her reflections on her life and career tomorrow morning as part of Washtenaw United 749 and 949 as part of our local commitment to Morning Edition. It is Women's History Month, and as such, been uh, we last week we celebrated Shirley Scott. This week we are celebrating... The uh, first female trombone player uh, to play in big bands during the 1940s through the 1960s. As her career progressed, she became better known as an arranger. We're going to hear some of her arrangements. Um, And uh, particularly, uh, she worked a lot with pianist Randy Weston. 
she collaborated with Dizzy, whom we're going to hear, Freddie Hubbard, Sam Jones, uh, and we are going to kick things off with a little birth of a band. This is her arrangement of a number titled The Gypsy. Uh, and uh, Quincy Jones and the big band. Now, remind uh, to to remind you, Jessica Webster is going to celebrate Quincy Jones's birthday, which is today, coming up in the in crowd. So this will give you a little bit of a taste, and then you can join Jessica to celebrate Quincy Jones. Here it is, Melba with the group that included Phil Woods taking a sax solo uh, and uh, Clark Terry. Jimmy Cleveland, whole heap of other cats on this record. This is Melba's arrangement of The Gypsy here at your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU.
WEMU and 89.1 Jazz are where it's at for great sounds all day long. I'm Michael Jewett on the way with a mix of cool, classic, and contemporary grooves I'm sure you'll enjoy. That's 89.1 Jazz weekdays from 10 a.m. until noon and then again at 2 here on 89.1 WEMU, your community NPR station. Thank you. 
Yard here at your community NPR station 89.1 WEMU as uh, I thought it fitting for us to play um, two from Randy Weston right in a row as he was such a uh, uh, collaborator with Melba. He employed her as the arranger and conductor for uh, 
at least a half dozen albums, if not a dozen albums or more. Uh, there, doing the all the arranging and the conducting on uh, Sweet Meat. Melba conducting the band, uh, which included, of course, you know, Randy, it, it's his band, uh, John Faddis, Ernie Royal, uh, Billy Harper, Bud Johnson, uh, Ahmed Abdul Malik, uh, and Ron, Detroiter Ron Carter on this recording as well. Tanja, the name of the Verve Date and Sweet Meat. Before that, we heard Melba's arranging on Uhuru Kwanzaa, First Movement Part 2, from uh, Randy's Uhuru Africa uh, date that was from, uh, excuse me, uh, that uh, was on Roulette Records um, back in, I want to say 61, but I don't have my notes right in front of me. I apologize for that. We heard uh, Melba with the Dizzy Gillespie Big Band doing Burke's Works. And we heard her as part of Quincy Jones's band uh, doing uh, her arrangement of the number The Gypsy. My name is Daniel Long. You're hanging out here in the Grooveyard today, a really pretty Sunday afternoon. Mostly sunny skies today. It's supposed, it says we're on our way to a high of 46. We've already beaten that. Uh, it's uh, currently 51 in Ypsilanti. 48 in Ann Arbor. Uh, the cool spot right now is Brighton, 44 up there in Brighton. Partly cloudy in the overnight, lows in the teens. Tomorrow, uh, partly sunny with a high near 37. Uh, there is a slight chance of rain tomorrow night, but it's a 50-50 shot right now. So, And actually, just in the last 20 minutes, um, uh, tomorrow's forecast has gone from increasing clouds to partly sunny. So I think uh, we, we'll we see. We'll see what happens. There is a kind of a big storm system moving across the central states. We'll see how that affects our weather. You can let me know what you think of the Groove Yard. Uh, I always uh, accept and welcome comments and suggestions. And uh, uh, if you critique, uh, you can always talk to me about that you can give me a call at 888-299-8910 send me an email to studio at wemu.org or hit up our facebook page wemufm on facebook uh, star trek when star trek first aired uh, science fiction nerds and scientists alike they dreamed of the feasibility of a warp drive well two scientists from applied physics think they might have figured it out you can read the article from fizz.org over at our facebook page i found that and i was like yo my listeners they they gotta see this check it out over at the facebook page w-e-m-u-f-m we're gonna hear a couple more with melba in the group uh before my coltrane pick of the week and then part 11 in the prestige feature this is melba with cannonball adderley and company on Cannonball's Riverside date, Africa Waltz. Uh, this feature is actually written by Nat Adderley with all the brass players in mind. It's called Blue 
Brass Groove, and it's here at your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU.
here at your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU, Ernie Henry. Last Chorus, the Riverside Date, uh, recorded um, in a couple of different sessions between 1956 and 1957. That was a number that Melba wrote and arranged for the group simply titled Melba's Tune. And uh, uh, joining on that date was uh, Lee Morgan, as well as Benny Golson, Cecil Payne, Winton Kelly, Paul Chambers, and Philly Joe Jones, recorded in September of 1957. Before that, we heard Blue Brass Groove. That was off of Africa, or excuse me, African Waltz. Uh, from Cannonball Adderley and the Orchestra, uh, penned by Nat Adderley and arranged by uh, Ernie Wilkins, uh, specifically for the brass section of the orchestra, uh, including Melba on trombone. My name is Daniel Long. Thanks for hanging out, dropping in with me today. I do greatly appreciate it. Support for WEMU comes from you, our listeners. Lots more to get to this afternoon. Uh, Part 11 in the Prestige feature coming your way. Uh, Music from uh, Art Taylor, Detroiters, Thad Jones, Kenny Burrell, and Yusuf Latif, among others. All that for you. Here in the Grooveyard on 89.1 WEMU. It is time for my Coltrane pick of the week this week. And uh, this week's pick comes from a, uh, a kind of a, a funny meme that I saw combined with a conversation I had with a buddy of mine. Uh, and uh, I featured it here in the Grooveyard before. It is the seminal. Giant Steps from John Coltrane. Coltrane went into the studio in May of 1959 to lay most of these tracks down. Uh, It was during his period at Atlantic, so he was uh, away from Prestige Records, where he kind of came up, uh, you know, as a member of the Miles Davis group and as uh, his first uh, leader recordings. And he's kind of stretching out, trying to find his sound, trying to really dial it in. And uh, on here, we've got uh, Train in a Quartet setting with Art Taylor, Paul Ch- Detroiters, Paul Chambers, and Tommy Flanagan. Um, and. <laughs> The, the conversation that I had about Giant Steps said, you know, God bless Tommy for uh, really trying to keep up. But uh, this was really a departure. Um, the, the, the speed and the, uh, the changes in Giant Steps were such a departure that uh, even an accomplished player like Tommy had a little bit of trouble keeping up. My Coltrane Pick of the Week here for you. In the Grooveyard at your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU, Giant Steps.
You're listening to your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU and WEMU HD1 Ypsilanti. Listener-supported public radio from Eastern Michigan University. For contact information, program updates, and how to support WEMU, visit WEMU.org. Good music makes you feel things, makes you want to dance, reminds you of wonderful memories in your past. That's what we try to do here on WEMU with the jazz that we play. And you can hear it Sundays at 3 o'clock on The In Crowd with me, Jessica Webster. We'll swing for two hours and remember and dance and have a great time. Tune in 3 o'clock Sunday on 89.1 WEMU, your community NPR station. Jessica Webster coming at you here in about an hour. She's got a birthday celebration for Quincy Jones, as well as a bunch of contemporary and classic jazz for you, all from 3 until 5 here at your community NPR station. How are you? My name is Daniel Long. We just wrapped up with my Coltrane pick of the week, Giant Steps from Giant Steps on Atlantic. We've got lots to get to today, part 11 in the feature on Prestige Records, and that uh, today is going to have music from Art Taylor, uh, three separate Detroiters, Thad Jones, Kenny Burrell, and Yusuf Latif, um, as well as a bunch of others. So let's get right down to it after I tell you about the weather Beautiful outside, 51 in Ypsilanti, 48 in Ann Arbor, and 48 in Milan right now under mostly sunny skies. Partly cloudy in the overnight, low around in the teens, we'll call it. Uh, Partly sunny tomorrow, highs in the upper 30s. Uh, Tuesday, looks like we're going to reach nearly 50 degrees, and then as we uh, progress in the week, uh, we're going to be right around the 50 degree mark, so... Maybe, I'm not jinxing it, but maybe we've taken the turn. Prestige Records was a uh, record company and label founded in 1949 by Bob Weinstock. Bob was a um, a uh, native New Yorker, and, or well, New Yorker by birth. Uh, he grew up uh, there on the uh, Upper East Side, and he was a music lover. He... Um, collected records as a kid he would go and buy armloads of 78s and 45s and um he then parlayed that uh, love of records and into uh his own record store uh utilizing as a base at first his own record collection and then he thought you know why don't i make records so he founded prestige records in 1949 uh and it continued uh as a a kind of a standalone independent label until 1971 when it was purchased by fantasy uh which was then later absorbed into concord records Uh, the offices of prestige were located in hell's kitchen 446 West 50th Street. Uh, Right now, I believe if you go on Google uh, Earth, uh, do a street view, 
uh, I believe there's a barbershop there, uh, on the ground floor and then up above uh, some, uh, could be uh, offices, could be uh, some uh, uh, living space, but uh, I, I do know that building is still standing. Most of the recordings uh, through the 50s and 60s for Prestige were all done at the Van Gelder Studios, first in Hackensack and then in Inglewood Cliffs. Uh, all done by Van Gelder, and the, the, the catalog at Prestige really boasted um, some of the heaviest hitters. Uh, Miles Davis, Thelonious Monk, Sonny Rollins, Gene Ammons, and of course John Coltrane. We're going to start today off uh, in uh, March of 1957, almost a, an anniversary recording, March 29th, 1957, Phil Woods and Gene Quill. The album was called Phil and Quill with Prestige, Prestige 7115, and this is a number called Creme de Funk, here for you, at your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU.
the Groove Yard here at your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU. Burning it down, a little alto madness. John Jenkins, Jackie McLean, code leading. That was a number Jenkins penned called the Windy City. Before that, we started things off with Phil Woods with Gene Quill. Phil and Quill with Prestige, the name of the date. Uh, Teddy Kotick on bass, Nick Stabulis on drums, George Searin on piano. They did a number called Creme de Funk, which uh, was an original composed by Phil Woods. My name is Daniel Long. Thanks so much for dropping by, hanging out with me today. I do greatly appreciate it. I want to let you know that, you know, this Wednesday, while you uh, celebrate St. Patrick's Day, we are going to have a little Raisin of the Green here at WEMU, a one-day fundraiser this coming Wednesday, March 17th. It's going to be from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., and you can help us raise $17,000 in uh, that 13-hour period. Make a gift any time at WEMU.org. As a matter of fact, anything that is raised uh, between today and, and Wednesday will actually go to count toward that $17,000 goal. Uh, or you can make, wait and make your gift while we are on the air asking for your contribution. Uh, you will get uh, to hear um, Wendy Wright do a, do a Raisin of the Green version of The Break, Michael Jewett. Uh, I think Nick Thompson's coming in and uh, helping uh, Lisa Berry uh, pitch during All Things Considered. Joe Taboni will be helping out Michael Jewett. So you can make your gift, and um, however you choose to give, please know that we greatly appreciate you and what you do for this station. You're helping us out. Um, when you're over at WEMU.org, you can check out all of our new spring premiums. And uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping, I, I, I don't want to say there there might be, uh, I, I know there was some talk about a new t-shirt. Might be, you might be able to see it there. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on it. But uh, yeah, a bunch of great new spring premiums. And uh, we're going to be raising the green this coming Wednesday, St. Patty's Day, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Here at your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU. Support for WEMU comes from you, our listeners. I cannot stress that enough. Individual contributors and businesses make up the largest percentage of our income. Support for WEMU also comes from Silver Maples Retirement Neighborhood. Silver Maples is committed to the safety and well-being of their residents and staff while supporting a positive aging environment. Video tours, access to floor plans, included services, and associated costs are available at silvermaples.org. And the Northside Grill, on Broadway near Pontiac Trail, now open at 50% capacity inside, on the heated patio, or for carryout. 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. seven days a week, 995-0965 or northsidegrill.com. 
Tomorrow morning, you're going to get an all-new Washtenaw United. You're going to hear a conversation with Alma Wheeler-Smith. Alma has served in the state legislature and continues to be a leading voice in breaking down walls that divide us. Uh, in and around the community, and you'll hear that conversation 749 and 949 as part of our local commitment to Morning Edition. Lots more to get to, so I'm going to pipe down. Here is Art Taylor, the album Taylor's Wailers. Detroiter Donald Byrd on this one, Charlie Rouse, Jackie McLean, Wendell Marshall, Ray Bryant doing Off Minor, the Thelonious Monk number here at your community NPR station. 89.1 WEMU.
Seasons may be changing right before our eyes, but on Sunday at 5 p.m., the blues burns eternal on the Big City Blues Cruise. I'm Joe Taboni, inviting you to join me for two hours of blues classics, new releases, and a taste of New Orleans. That's the Big City Blues Cruise on your community NPR station, 891 WEMU or WEMU.org.
Community NPR station 891 WEMU.
station 89.1 WEMU Kenny Burrell there with Jimmy Rainey two guitars the name of the date uh, fellow Detroiter Donald Bird on this recording as well as Mal Waldron Doug Watkins and Art Taylor recorded in March of 1957 before that uh, recorded in june of 1957 detroiter thad jones with kenny burrell actually um mal waldron paul chambers and art taylor so we just switch out there uh with frank west count one the name of the number on uh the date after hours from Thad Jones and Company, and we started off with Taylor's Whalers Off Minor, the Thelonious Monk number from Art Taylor and Company. My name is Daniel Long. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. The locally produced jazz programs you hear on WEMU are made possible with help from Bank of Ann Arbor. Bank of Ann Arbor loves to help. Beautiful Sunday afternoon while we listen to these fantastic records. Uh, Sunny skies on our way up to a high in the upper 40s today. Most uh, partly cloudy tonight, excuse me. Uh, Low in the teens and tomorrow partly sunny. Highs in the upper 30s. 52 in Ypsilanti, 49 in Ann Arbor, 51 out in Canton. As we listen to Gil Evans and 10... So uh, Gil Evans leading the group um, here with uh, Lee Conant's, Steve Lacey, Paul, Detroiter Paul Chambers, among others, Jimmy Cleveland on trombone. This is a number Gil wrote called Jam Bangle, and it's here at your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU. <laughs> Thank you. 
Support for WEMU comes from you, our listeners, and the Fred A. and Barbara M. Herb Family Foundation, advancing an environmentally healthy and culturally vibrant metropolitan Detroit and flourishing Great Lakes ecosystem. More information at herbff.org. If you would be so kind to help me find my mind, I want to thank you in advance. Know this before you start My soul's been torn apart I lost my mind in a wild romance My future is my past This memory will last I'll live to love the days gone by Each day that come and go Is like the one before my mind's lost till the day I die Words would fail me if I tried to describe her Though I know she's not all she should have been She was the devil with the face of an angel She was sweet and cruel Cruel and sweet as homemade sin If you would be so kind To help me find my mind I want to thank you in advance Know this before you start My soul's been torn apart I lost my mind in a wild romance trying to describe her Though I know she's not all she should have been She was the devil with the face of an angel She was sweet and cruel Cruel and sweet as homemade sin If you would be so kind To help me find my mind I want to thank you in advance Know this before you start My soul's been torn apart I lost my mind in a wild romance I lost my mind in a wild romance 
Your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU, Mose Allison. The prestige date 7121 was called Local Color. It's recorded in November of 1957. That's a Percy Mayfield number called Lost Mind. Mose Allison. Before that, we heard Gil Evans with... Uh, his deck tet, um, Jimmy Cleveland on trombone, uh, Lee Conant's on alto saxophone, but uh, on the date credited at Zeke Tolan, I'm guessing there were some contractual issues there. Um, Steve Lacey on soprano saxophone, Detroiter Paul Chambers on bass. The number we heard, which was pe- uh, recorded in October, 1957 was called Jam Bangle and it was an original penned by Gill. My name is Daniel Long. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I'm gonna make way for Jessica Webster who's in with the in crowd. Today Jessica's got a celebration of Quincy Jones's 88th birthday. Happy birthday Q. Jessica wants you to join in the party. She's also got a whole heap of contemporary and classic jazz for you coming your way. To take us up to news, Yusuf Latif with Hugh Lawson, Ernie Farrow, Oliver Jackson, and Wilbur Harden. This is called Love and Humor off of The Sounds of Yusuf. Here at your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU. Hopefully I'll talk to you folks tomorrow in the groove break. If not, make sure you give on Wednesday for Raisin of the Green on St. Paddy's Day, our one-day fundraiser. Make your gift and support WEMU. Be good to yourself. Be good to those around you, y'all.
You're listening to your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU and WEMU HD1 Ypsilanti. Listener-supported public radio from Eastern Michigan University. For contact, information, program updates, and how to support WEMU, visit WEMU.org.